Bienvenidos a Crónicas de la Raza. Welcome to La Raza Chronicles. On tonight's program, we bring you a focus on motherhood and creation. We speak to our own Nina Serrano and Brenda Iescas, who will talk about some of the trials and tribulations and joys and beauties of being a mother. We weren't on air for Mother's Day. We want to do our best to honor all creation. And that brings us to our next interview. We will bring you an interview for, with Alejandro y María Laura, who are here direct from Peru. They're some of Peru's best musicians visiting us here. We're so lucky to have their sounds from so far away. And they're going to walk through some of their new album. And they're also going to talk to us about their experience as parents and creating music. Muchísimas gracias a todos. Today's program was produced by Brenda Yescas, Nina Serrano, and myself, Julieta Kuznit. Muchas gracias. Stay tuned. Mother's Day to Mother Earth, Madre Tierra, and all earthly mothers and caregivers. The good news is that 95 black moms were freed from jail this Mother's Day, 2019, not from a moment of compassion from a governor's pardon, but from the activism of the people, a national coalition to remove the bail system. Black Mama's Bailout is a nationwide initiative, a black-led collective of more than a dozen organizations. Over the past week, 95 black mothers and caregivers in 20 states were released from jails. Their bail, paid by activists and organizers, in time to spend Mother's Day with their loved ones. Since the Black Mama's bailout started in 2017, the group has seen over 400 people released from jail. And while it's called Black Mama's Bailout, the initiative aims to free mothers and caregivers, which includes aunties, cousins, trans people, and anyone else who helps raise families. More than 2.8 million women are jailed in the United States every year. Approximately 80% of them are mothers and about 150,000 are pregnant when they are confined to jail. Many women remain in jail even though they have yet to be convicted of a crime because they cannot afford to make bail a problem National Bailout is helping to address one person at a time. They don't see these bailouts as solutions, but rather as a tactical intervention for freeing people by any means. 
bailout crews made up of organizers and volunteers bearing signs with phrases like we love you and free black mamas greeted mothers across the country upon their release from jail. The goal is to make the mothers feel loved, supported, and welcomed back into their communities as they face the legal process ahead of them. So, that's the news for Mother's Day 2019. In anticipation of Mother's Day, my co-producer Brenda Yeskas and I recorded the following conversation about the experience of being mothers. We share it with you here today. This is Nina Serrano for La Raza Chronicles. I have in the studio my co-producer, Brenda Yescas. Well, I've been a mother for 63 years, and I've also been a grandmother, and now I'm a great-grandmother. But Brenda, she's a newbie. She's only been a mother for 14 months. Brenda, how has it been? One word, hard. <laughs> it's, hard. It's hard. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I mean, it starts with childbirth, right? The whole childbirth experience. People tell you it's going to be difficult, but really, I mean, it's difficult, but also magical that you could bring a human or life into the world. I mean, you've been holding this little person inside of you and then it comes out and you're in awe, not only of the baby that comes out, but of yourself, right? That you could push. And sometimes, you know, you don't have to push, but you could push somebody out into this world and the person's there. You're like, wow, it's magic. There's no other word to describe it. And then the baby grows and it's also magical because there's all these different steps, like them learning to walk, learning to say their first words, like mama or dada. I think Camila's first word was dada. But now she's saying dada all the time. She's saying daddy, daddy. So I think it's been quite a journey. Definitely a lot of lack of sleep. I was telling you guys, I haven't slept in, it feels like 17 or 18 months, but I, I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Well, you don't get to change it. You don't get to change it. You're right. <laughs> no, I mean, you're in for the ride. Once you acknowledge that you're pregnant and say, yeah, I'm going to go through with this, this is it, then you're in for the ride. And it's a long ride because my oldest child is now 63 years old and he recently broke his wrist. And even now today, that causes me a great deal of worry and pain and thought that my baby, who's now a senior citizen, has a broken wrist. It's never ending. And then with no work on my part, I mean, it was amazing that one baby came out of me and I didn't know what that baby was going to be like. I wondered the whole nine months. And then when you see that baby, now you know what that baby looks like. But how is he going to be? What kind of person? What interests will he have? But then that has now repeated itself over and over. With no effort on my part at all, I have six grandchildren and six great-grandchildren. So I have divided and multiplied many times and that is really awesome. And I mean, talk about magic. And this magic is so much easier than the magic of motherhood, where you have to go through the physical duress of childbirth. 
because here you just get to visit the daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. uh, visit your daughter at the hospital or or when, when it's at home and come with flowers, but n- no pain, no physical pain. And you don't have to get up in the middle of the night and you get to hear the first words, but you've slept. And so you really get to enjoy them. So it's a very long and magical journey. And I think what you were saying about grandkids, obviously I don't have any yet, but I feel it's more of like also seeing your genetic makeup, you know, <laughs> that your genetics have lived on. Yes. Your grandkids. That is so amazing when I see expressions on my children's exactly. faces that remind me of relatives long gone that they never even met. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to them, oh, when you raised your eyebrow like that, you remind me of. And then to see it again in the grandchildren mm-hmm. and then again in the great-grandchildren. Exactly. Those genes are strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know with my grandma, everyone says, when I, even when I was growing up, I looked exactly like my grandma at that age. Oh, you look exactly like your abuelita at that age. But you, you don't imagine it, you know what I'm saying? Because you see your grandma, she's older, and you're like, wait, how could I look like her? And I, was, oh, I would always get mad. You know, how could I always be like my grandma? But then now when I see her, I'm like, hmm, yeah, we do look alike. We do walk alike. We do have the same body shape. I totally understand my mom now because my mom, she had me when she was 17. So I can imagine how hard it was for her. And I had my first baby in my 30s. And I can't imagine having a baby as a teenager. That's a whole different can of worms. That was my can of worms. Oh, you had your first baby when you were a teenager? Well, barely. I was 20. Even then, though, that must have been really hard on you. Uh, no, because I was too young and dumb, I guess, to, <laughs> to, know, to even notice that it was hard for me. And also, I had a lot of energy at 20. That's true, huh? Yes, yes. My mom always said, yeah, how hard it was, but also how easy it was for her too because of the age. Because, yeah, you have a lot more energy. And also, when you push a baby out, it's... It's easier on your body than when you become a little older. Yeah, and also the sleeplessness isn't as terrible, probably, as Mm -hmm. when you're older. Well, to all the moms out there, we wish you all the best. And to Mother Earth, it's to you that we pay homage and to whom we appreciate and for whom we will fight for your health and welfare. Feliz Día de las Madres a todas.
cargando y llega llorando al mar You're listening to La Raza Chronicles, Crónicas de la Raza. On today's program, we have a really special Mira. show. Ooh, <laughs> you just heard the voice of Aurora. She is the very special child. She is the guest performer that is the daughter of our wonderful guests. We have Alejandro y Maria Laura, who are here direct from Peru. We love their music. We've been following them for years. We've been having you all on our show about once a year for at least three or four years probably yeah. even more, maybe five or six. Definitely pre-Aurora, pre-Aurora yes. for sure. <laughs> so you two are some of the most exciting musicians that we have here because um, your work is internationally known and loved in Peru. And here in the Bay Area, we're so lucky that you pay us these visits once a year. We're really lucky to have the opportunity to hear your music. Often t you two are selling out stadiums or are touring cities far and wide. And to have you here in these very intimate venues will be really exciting. Alejandro Maria Lara, thank you both for coming into the studio and chatting with us and bringing your daughter, Aurora, with you. Thank you so much. We, we love uh, coming back here every, every time we can. And yeah, I think it's been once a year at least. I think it's been six years, maybe, you know, because my, my sister lives here. The main reason why we, why we came is we, we visit family. But since the first time we... We, I don't know, met Diana Gameros, we met Maria Jose Montijo, you know, we met people from, from this musical scene, you know, in, in the Bay Area. Each time it has become more like, more familiar and more uh, visiting friends as well. And, and for us, it's a, it's a really special place. We could almost call it a, like a second home, not, not in our own language, but it, it still feels like that, you know, because, uh, I mean, here in, in the Bay Area, there are people from every, everywhere, you know, in the world. So that, that, I think that's, that's part of the, of the charm as well. Yes, it's so wonderful to have you both here and have your new addition with you as well. <laughs> so you both have such beautiful musical histories and you complement each other so well. And it's been really interesting to see your evolution and your later music. So Maria Laura, if you could talk to me a little bit about your latest yes. album and some of the music that has come out because it is so unique. And for example, Tronco y Tronco, um, mm -hmm. what, you're, what we're going to play in just a moment, I think it has this really fun, playful energy that a lot of your music has but I think it also has another layer which is um, it just builds on each other and you know that's something that you as a musician you both as musicians have really been committed to doing so I know Aurora wants your attention <laughs> she, she's hungry for the mic but um, yes. but why don't you share with us a little bit about what's been happening musically for you two sure well the last album was a really special process we spent two years traveling around well we, we came here we went to Argentina we went we spent a couple of months in, in Cusco in Peru we had no house at the time so we spent a lot of time writing songs in yeah in different homes we we have we have friends from a lot of different places and that's why the the, the album is called La Casa No Existe there's the the house doesn't exist and well tronco and tronco for example that's a, it's an, an an example we started writing that song in uh, near to the amazon i think that that's why it has 
that that energy. Then we continue writing it in Argentina and in Cusco. So yeah, it was a different process from from anything else we we have done. Uh, we recorded that song Tronco en Tronco with Perota Chingo, which is a really really nice duo from Argentina. We really admire them. Uh, they have amazing voices. And Ezequiel Borra, also from Argentina. They were in Lima at that time. And we went to their concert in Lima. And we, I don't, it was magic, I think. We immediately thought of they, their voices in that song. And we had this open space in the song. We didn't know... What 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 we're going what we were going to do with that? Like at first we had like this uh, hip hop uh, beat, you know, at the back. I mean, it's still there. You could actually hear it. But mm-hmm. we wanted to to invite um, like a rapper. Would that be the word <laughs> rapper? The, like an MC from Peru? Yeah. And uh, but she did. She was a. Uh, she didn't answer the. I mean, she was interested. I guess. Yeah, she, she, we couldn't contact her uh, at the moment, so it was really like a nice coincidence that we saw Pero Tachingo at, at a show in Lima, and we hadn't listened to them before in, in, in live, you know? And they were amazing live, they were, they were so good. So when we we got invited backstage at the, at the end of the, of the show, So we could meet them, and they were so amazing. They were so nice as well, and um, that we—I mean, we—we we had to invite them <laughs> to to record in our song. It was just a special coincidence. So we're gonna hear that song. So now we hear this song off of La Casa No Existe. This is Alejandro and Maria Laura, straight from Peru, and that is Aurora. And we are going to hear Tronco and Tronco. siempre La 
saltando de tronco en tronco Solo mi pies en la arena, solo el calor de la tierra Para dejar de inventar tragedias Solo mi pies en la arena, solo el calor de la tierra Para dejar de inventar tragedias Bajo el agua que me besa Con sus lágrimas just heard Tronco en Tronco that is a song off of La Casa No Existe which is the latest album by Alejandro y Maria Laura. They are here from Peru. They are visiting and they only are playing a few shows so it's a limited time offer. People really need to take advantage of these opportunities to hear their music live. Oh and they have their very sweet daughter who is fine. She's just you know enjoying She's a muffin water. and drinking water so she is in good hands so no one worries. <laughs> um, they're great. They're doing excellent. So now let's hear something else because I think what people really enjoy about seeing you two live is the variety. There are a lot of musicians. You've can, yeah. it's pretty much just one song. They're great musicians, but all their <laughs> songs sound the same. And you two don't do that. I mean, every album has its unique story. I think all your songs you incorporate and you challenge yourselves to build in different parts. So what song are you going to talk about next? I don't know. I mean, we, we, we go like in order of, of like chronologically. I, would that be the word? I don't know. In time, you know. But um, like energy wise, the, the songs we picked are both like really like dancey, like upbeat, you know. Um, so maybe we can go a little bit down and maybe we can play, uh, uh, we can talk about this new song called uh, Babas. Yes, well, Babas. <laughs> What do you, what is that translation for uh, the title? It's like a uh, uh, spit or, uh, <laughs> or drool, yeah, drool, right. drool, but yeah. baby drool, like baby cute drool. drool you know? Yeah, it's not grown up. <laughs> you know, grown ups can have babas, yeah, but it's less cute. Yeah, less cute. <laughs> so, well, that song it it talks about this uh, stage in um, in our life when we couldn't really sleep at all. 
<laughs> it was a really uh, but also there there was really really nice uh, things like when Aurora learned how to kiss but uh, her kisses had <laughs> a lot of of spit lot of, of, of drool of <laughs> of <bubbles>. yes <laughs> so this song is like the contrast of that time Babas is a song well I I started writing it with the piano then it was it wasn't uh, we couldn't end it uh, we couldn't end the, the it was like, only the a, process. it was only a one or two verses that yes. you wrote and and then that was we it. we had this trip to Arequipa Cusco mm -hmm. and we decided to finish the song there and we only had the guitar so we we made this other version with guitar <laughs> And we had actually have two versions in, on, on Spotify. On Spotify, this guitar version with our two voices, and this piano version, which is much more intimate. I, I like uh, more the second version. I don't know. I, I think it's well. In the first version, uh -huh. I sing more, but um, <laughs> but it's also more lo-fi. We we recorded it with the cell phone. <laughs> so and well, it's actually in Spotify, but but this version is more what we wanted to do. Really, um, I I produced it in the oh yes, that's Aurora typing. I produced it. We we it was really like started as Maria Laura's song, but then I, as I usually do, <laughs> I I snuck there, you know, in the in the middle of the process and 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 did a little bit of songwriting with her. And um but yeah we're really happy with the song. We actually um you you'll listen to it but we sampled Aurora like laughing when she was like uh four months old or something like that and and we we recorded the the piano. I played the because we we didn't have an uptight uh upright bass in the in the studio and and we don't play bass really. I had this uh ukulele bass And I I played the bass part, <laughs> like we're we're yeah. always playing with uh, different stuff. It has a you know? a really warm sound, yeah. and also we recorded um, live pia uh, the piano and the vocals uh, with no click with no metronome metronome. Um, so it has yes, I I, I was expect expecting um, to record something really really special and really warm. So we're going to hear that song now. Te amo más cuando he dormido Toda la noche, la noche de corrido Nos abrazamos como si hubiera Pasado un año o tu vida entera
you just heard the song Babas performed by Alejandro and Maria Laura all the way from Peru. They are here visiting us. So you two are playing some shows here. They're exciting shows. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the shows and then we'll also hear a little bit more of the music. For the first time, we're playing here in the Bay Area with another musician from our band. It, his name is Bruno Rosazza. He's, came, he's coming all the way from Peru for the shows. And he's a... Um, an amazing musician. He, he sings um, incredibly. He plays trumpet. He plays percussion, synths, um, and we drum machines as well. And well, he he almost does. He, well, he does everything really. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like and and that's so. I mean, that's so helpful for us because we can relax and interpret the songs and not be uh, tied to our instruments all the time. You know. I mean, we'd love to bring the whole band, but that's uh, that's gonna cost more I guess <laughs> to everyone you know but we've been rehearsing a lot with with the band and yeah. with Bruno as a trio we really like to to rearrange the songs as as long as we yeah as we leave, as we leave. Yeah, I mean we, we we are we're the band they say they love they love us but they I think they really hate us because I mean we we keep Changing. rearranging the songs changing everything you know we rehearse and then two months later we are doing a new arrangement we grow uh bored of the, of the, doing the same thing again and again I, i i believe it might uh tie up with what you were saying that uh maybe you lis listen to us and one song is this but the other song is another thing completely and i think uh that's uh, the spirit of uh of our way of creating music. I don't know, like, we were, we grow restless of doing the same thing again and again. So now, <laughs> so he's coming, and where will you all be playing? We'll, we'll be playing uh, first at Pinot, uh, it's a house concert, uh, then at Studio Grand in Oakland, um, and the, the, our last show will be uh, at, in the Botanical Garden in Berkeley. But the, fr the first show in Pinole is, uh, is going to be this Saturday. That's going to be the first, I think, June 1st. June 2nd, on Sunday, we're playing at the Studio Ground in Oakland. And uh, June 6th, we'll be playing our last show in Berkeley. So that's going to be in the, in the Botanical Garden. So let's hear some more of your music. So what next song do you want to share with our listeners? We'd like to share... Uh, Agüita del Equilibrio, which was our latest uh, single from the third album. And I think that song might be our biggest song in, in Spotify. <laughs> I think it's uh, almost reaching 4 million plays, streams. And uh, yeah, it was really surprising. I mean, we always felt that it was catchy, I guess. But we, we didn't know that so many people would listen to it. So we're really happy about that. I can talk about the the writing process of of, of that song. That song, uh, Agüita del Equilibrio, it yeah it it began as a guainito and ended up. I think it's now it's like a psychedelic cumbia. I don't know what it is, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really fun to to perform. It's. Um, probably it was the first song first song maybe that, that made people dance I guess so it was yes. really really fun to see that uh, in the audience you know because we're I, I don't know I guess 
or or um, I mean the the audience has grown in number and and in ages and in different places, you know. But the thing I, I we found at the beginning was there was a lot of uh, students like from universities. It was really like intellectual audience, but then there's nothing really intellectual about about dancing. But that's great because it's more it's more open, you know, like. Uh, And we like I'm a terrible dancer, but now I I kind of like dancing when I play. I don't know, like I'm I'm having more fun, and I think it's because of that uh, of what Marilaura is saying about the the new rhythm we found in this song. So now we'll hear it, and um, this is off of also La Casa No Existe. Yes.
Yes, um, we want to share this song called Una Fiesta Cualquiera. Um, it's a, it's kind of a bolero in our style. <laughs> And I think it talks about many things. It talks about Alejandro's mother and father, um, how they left our country. Um, it's also about feeling weird, <laughs> feeling different um, in our society and trying to go to another space. <laughs> So, uh, okay. Se apagó en serio. Posible, estoy viendo videos de YouTube. Sí. Préstame un toque que tengo que afinar. This song is called um, Una Fiesta Cualquiera. Rosa tiene un vestido sumergido en su mente. Y nos llama industriales, grises por seguirte la corriente. Yo nunca quise estar. Vestido así, esto no es una fiesta cualquiera. Los zapatos de Guillermo. Ah, 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 ah,
de colores Y cuando la saca a bailar Rosa comienza a alucinar Que pronto van a despegar Y aquí sigue sonando el mismo vals. Se van, se van. Y aquí sigue sonando el mismo vals. Y aquí sigue sonando el mismo
So you've just heard the uh, the voices of Alejandro and Maria Laura. They are here visiting from Peru. They are going to be playing a few shows this weekend. It's your limited time opportunity to see them. They're playing at a house party. How do they get? How do people get invited to that house party that's happening this Saturday? You should write uh, um, to our email. <laughs> so our email is contacto arroba Alejandro y, y Maria Laura. <laughs> so in English, I know how that goes. So yeah, C-O-N-T-A-C-T-O at Alejandro, A-L-E-J-A-N-D-R-O. Y. Y, M-A-R-I-A-L-A-U-R-A. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> dot com. So that's that's that email. Fun. Or you can also find it, I believe it may be an event on Facebook, is it? Um, yes. The thing is, it's private. It's I don't private. know if, if the okay, event okay, is okay. Uh, is still there, but uh, easier to write. Just email. I mean, to that email, you can look for us, Alejandro y Maria Laura, in Facebook or Instagram, and write like a direct message to us, and we'll, we'll answer. So we'll, we'll let you know uh, the exact address. We cannot... Um, say the, the address right now because it's only for a few people but if you write to us uh, via email facebook or instagram we'll let you know yes and also um if you can if you want to find the ven um the the other venues we will play in studio grand and in berkeley botanical garden and the events are in, on facebook yes. on, on our facebook so that is sunday june 2nd at studio uh -huh. grand do you know what time Uh, it's going to be around 8 p.m. Okay, great. So that's a beautiful venue, very intimate. People can see you play and they can enjoy your music. Mm -hmm. And then when are you playing at the Botanical Gardens? Uh, we're playing uh, next Thursday. That's going to be June 6th. All right. So people can enjoy your music in the red in the forest. Sounds yes. beautiful. And among beautiful plants, etc. So let's leave our listeners one last song. Why don't you tell our listeners about a song that they're going to hear and, and just introduce it. And if people want to find out more and just stay in tune to your music, how do they do it, uh, Maria Laura? What should they do if they want to just in general be in touch? Um, yes, you can find us on Instagram or you can listen to us on Spotify. We are Alejandro y Maria Laura, that's Alejandro Y. Actually, we discovered how to um, how to say it in, in English for Google. In yeah, Alejandro my sister has this Google Home, Google stuff in her so house. So we look for us. So you talk to this machine, and <laughs> so we we actually were not pronouncing Google right. We say Hey Google, Google, hey. and the machine wouldn't okay. answer. So. Yes, but yeah, um, different now. <laughs> his family, Alejandro's family, look for us like Alejandro Why, Why Maria Laura. <laughs> That's yeah. how he understands how to. She um, understands. She, who knows? She who? Is, uh, <laughs> he or she. Yes. Oh, so that's what you can find and listen. All right. So, what's the last song people can hear? Um, this next song is our latest single. It's called "Hasta donde mande el cuerpo." Sé que cuando gane el oro Todos me van a querer Y cuando llegue segunda Voy a desaparecer Igual mi vida no cambia Con mucho apoyo sin él Sigo corriendo con 
to La Raza Chronicles, Cronicas de la Raza. I'm Brenda Yescas, and this is the calendar of, of events and happenings for the Bay Area. For Wednesday, May 29th, Task Force on the Americas and the International Committee for Peace, Justice, and Dignity present a new film, Cubanas, Mujeres, and Revolución. This film evokes the continuous role of women in the revolution, both in guerrilla struggle and in the construction of new Cuban society through the testimonies of heroines such as Vilma Espin, Celia Sanchez, and Haiti Santa Maria, the founding figures of the revolution, and also of contemporary women from different sectors of Cuban society. This is at Community Media Center of Marin, 819 A Street in San Rafael starts at 7 p.m. For more information, go to theinternationalcommittee.org. For Friday, May 31st, Theater Flamenco of San Francisco presents Rock Flamenco. Rock Flamenco is inspired by the time in the 1970s following the death of Franco. Theater Flamenco artist director Carola Certuche will adapt six compositions of flamenco rock to create a unique flamenco performance to pay homage to this pivotal point in Spain's history. This is at Gallery 308. 
2 Marina Boulevard in San Francisco. Starts at 9.30 p.m. For Saturday, June 1st, join Bay Area muralist Juana Alicia as she exhibits her graphic works June 1st through July 31st. Her extensive works will be showcased as well as a master class in mural design. The event will be held at Alley Cat Books and Gallery, 3036 24th Street in San Francisco. Starts at 7 p.m. and is wheelchair accessible. For more information, go to alleycatbookshop.com. For Sunday, June 2nd, Studio Grand will be hosting an intimate night with duo Alejandro and Maria Laura. The Peruvian couple have continued to share deeply felt songs. Their sound incorporates Latin American folklore and contemporary influences. Show starts at 8 p.m. and is wheelchair accessible. For more information, go to studiograndoakland.com. For Friday and Saturday, May 31st and June 1st, Mujeres Unidas y Activas and NACA Dance Theater invite you to a dance theater performance to shine a light on the stories of survivors of sexual abuse and domestic violence in the Latina community. Sharing their experiences through storytelling, dancing, and singing, Mujeres Unidas manifest power, healing, and civic participation. The performance is called Y Basta Ya. There will be four shows throughout the two days. This is at the Women's Building, 3543 18th Street in San Francisco. For more information on showtimes, go to MujeresUnidas.net. The 18th Annual San Francisco Documentary Film Festival returns from May 29th through June 13th. San Francisco DocFest will screen acclaimed documentary feature films and short films from around the world in Latino America. For more information on each film, plus times, go to sflatinofilmfestival.org. And this has been a calendar of events and happenings for the Bay Area. If you would like to add an event to our calendar, email us at larrazachronicles at kpfa.org. Feliz noches! listening to La Raza Chronicles, Cronicas de la Raza. If you'd like to stay up on our news, like us on Facebook at La Raza Chronicles on Facebook. If you want to hear this program or share it with a friend, you can go to soundcloud.com slash La Raza Chronicles and share it. If you have any ideas for interviews we should be doing or would like to get involved with our collective, you can email us at La Raza Chronicles at kpfa.org. Muchísimas gracias y buenas noches.
You've been listening to Crónicas de la Raza coming to you every Tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Thank <laughs> you.